Welcome to the Foundation's Report. The book of Acts tells us of the many adventures of Paul as he was converted on the road to Damascus and ministered the gospel, traveling to different locations. Later, as Paul was imprisoned, we see that he wrote a good majority of the New Testament, writing letters to various churches he was associated with and instructing them calling them to repentance, and presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. On one of his travels, we see that he went to Athens to deliver the good news. As he was waiting for others, he noticed that the area had been given over to idolatry, worshiping other gods other than the Lord God. There were altars there, and as he viewed them, he noticed that one of the altars had a placard that said, To the Unknown God. He used this example in his message to them to point them to the true God. The thing that struck me about the people of Athens was that they had various altars to different gods that were known around the area, but they still had to include an altar to the unknown God since they were not aware of his existence. I attended a service the other day where they were praising the Lord and lifting up his name. It was very scriptural in its presentation and there were many times of worship there where we would participate and worship the Lord. While I was watching this, the Lord spoke into my heart with this phrase, to the unknown God. We were feeling the presence of the Lord there, but this phrase was a sobering look into where our church world is heading. If the church continues in its present course, where will we end up? Will we end up with a generation that will be combining worship of other gods and truly be unaware of the Lord? Are there people already that are in this position? In the church, we have removed Sunday school. We've narrowed down our services to once a week and an hour at that, and giving the parishioners the feeling that if they attend church for that hour, they've done their bit for God for the week. We are aware of teachers and preachers that are in our ranks who teach a watered-down gospel and even avoid the gospel in their messages, and we say live and let live. We use the latest popular Christian songs in our praise and worship and never bother to check to make sure that the words are biblically sound. Today you can even attend a mass crowd of worshipers where they pull out the smoke machines and strobe lights and select people to jump around and yell in the front to give the appearance that they are truly praising God so they can rile the crowd up and pass the offering plate. Are they truly worshiping the Lord God? In Leviticus 10, 1 and 2, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, attempted to offer strange fire before the Lord. It reads, and Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them the censer, 
and put fire therein, and put incense thereof, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord, and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. In our praise and worship, is our worship sound and in truth, or are we offering up strange fire? The church today doesn't look like the church that I grew up in that loved the Lord, considered church and Bible reading and prayer a priority, and allowed the Spirit of God to move in our services. Today we see the declining percentages on television of people who consider serving God important and no longer find being a Christian interesting. Our country has been invaded with various other philosophies, cults, and slants. Hedonism has infiltrated the church, and soon we may find ourselves in the state where Athens was, trying all sorts of gods, but being totally unaware of who God is, what his word says, and even how to connect with him. The words of this popular Christian song ring true today. Look into the eyes of the children, knowing that tomorrow is at stake. When the choice is up to them, will they have the strength to say, we won't bend and we won't break. We won't water down our faith. We won't compromise in a world of desperation. What has been we cannot change, but for tomorrow and today, we must be a light for future generations. The Foundation's Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundation's Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundation's channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.